1: You ever worked with one of those temp agencies and they send you an employee and they turn out to be crummy. So you send him back for another one. That's Joe Biden. He is the temp. He is clearly not working out. We've known all along, but now the establishment, Democrats, the media are acknowledging they have a major problem on their hands. And yes, it seems all but official that Joe sometime next year will have to leave office. This is being from what I'm told, actively planned in the White House. Now, they have concerns about Kamala Harris, and uh, they have some methods in handling her. But take a look at this headline from the New York Times, okay? At 79, Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency. Coming from the Times, this is, they love this, okay? The Times, for them to write what you're about to see, this is major. We've known all along, but Let's see. Polls show many Americans consider Mr. Biden too old, and some Democrat strategists do not think he should run again. He often shuffles when he walks, you think, and aides worry he will trip on a wire. His speeches can be flat and listless. He sometimes loses his train of thought, has trouble summoning names, or appears momentarily confused. Fascinating to see them finally acknowledge this in writing. The polls, that's part of it. You can't deny these numbers. They're real. 64% believe that Biden is too old to be president. Uh, for Democrats under the age of 30, 94% prefer a different presidential nominee in 2024. 64% of Democrats do not want Biden to run for reelection. And Biden approval rating is at overall. Again, these are New York Times, Harvard University polls. This is horrendous. It's no surprise. Back in early 2021, when Joe could not handle the walk onto Air Force One, I knew it. I knew it in my bones. This could not last. And the fake news tried to cover this up. They did. They can't do it any longer. He could pretend that he was normal when he was in the basement. Now the whole world can see these images. You can deny, you can pretend it didn't happen, but that's not going to work on a stage as big as the presidency. It's just not. No, I've known it all along. You guys too. I was just saying last week, he's done. It can't last. It can't last. So this is bad news for a lot of Democrats. They're going to look very foolish and even some former Republicans, whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger is these days, he wanted to be with Joe Biden. He said he was with Joe Biden forever. He'd stay with him forever. We support you with all our hearts as you seek to bring us together. President-elect Biden, we stand with you today, tomorrow, and forever. Yeah, forever. I remember at the time, it doesn't work that way, Arnold, in this country, in America. You should know that. You've been in politics. How about that unifying of the country? No, he never got around to that, never even tried. So we got a problem, though, and they've got a problem with Kamala Harris. Now, Joe Biden hates Kamala Harris. Don't believe anything else. There is real bad blood between these two people. Why it was her, and no, I, I still don't understand. There was some sort of an arrangement that Maybe one day we'll get. Um, but it goes back to this. So that's decisions. where the federal
0: government must step now, in. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. That's why we need to pass the Equality Act. That's why we need to pass the ERA, because that, there are moments in history where states fail to preserve the civil rights of all people. I have supported the okay, ERA from the very 30 beginning seconds. when I, I
1: I've seen, you know, feuds on a debate stage, but that that's pretty much unforgivable in politics. Joe despises her to this day and they don't want her to be president. She probably is for a little while now. Theoretically, theoretically, she could be technically around for a long time. Take a look at this. If Joe resigns sometime after January 20th or 21st, Uh, She could actually run for two terms. Uh, She could run in 2024. If she won, she could run for re-election in 2028, and she'd be around for nine years. But here's the thing. That's totally hypothetical, theoretical, and ridiculous because everybody knows she can't get elected on her own. No way. She's bad at vice president. She was a bad candidate for president. And uh, there's this, though. We're hearing that there are discussions, they're thinking about it. How do they extract a promise from Kamala? You can be president, but you can't run for president. Hmm. Maybe it's an offer she'll take. We'll see. Um, by the way, Hunter Biden is at the White House a lot lately. Joe obviously doesn't want to see Hunter prosecuted, but he is very prosecutable, it looks like. There's a report in the Daily Mail. We all know that Hunter was using prostitutes, but. He may have been bringing them in across state lines all the way up from Boston to New York and Washington. That might be arguably sex trafficking. He's in trouble. Any deal for Joe to leave the presidency, probably a wink and a nod. Something will save Hunter. It'll be part of the agreement from prosecution. This Daily Mail stuff is pretty nasty. Here he is with crack cocaine arguing with a prostitute. So I just weighed out the bag. It's two point
2: zero six.
1: Two point zero seven without the bag. So how long is how? Two. Okay, that may or may not be a prostitute. It's a woman, and they're having a dispute over the weight of the crack cocaine. This from a hacked iPhone, according to the Daily Mail. So you think about how the Bidens have been covered and this kind of stuff, this tawdry stuff that we all know about, but it's somehow overlooked by the mainstream media. Yet what they say about the Trump family and the Trump children, these are high achieving people who don't have trouble with the law until, however, their father gets involved in politics and then they're all, (laughs) these are the worst people in the world. No, these are good people. The swamp wants to scare off anybody, anybody like them from going into politics. These are great people. By the way, Eric Trump is going to be on the show in just a, a little bit. So that brings us back to Joe and the mainstream media. All right. Because they know about Joe's limitations. They always have that he wasn't very smart. And they see these pictures. They talk about him among themselves. And they also knew when Joe was in the basement that he could not handle the rigors of a traditional campaign campaign. Remember how much uh, moral cover they gave him. Joe was doing the right thing because of COVID in the basement. Those crowds that did not show up during the campaign, these were major, major problems for a presidential campaign. And they colluded. The mainstream media colluded with the Biden campaign to cover all this stuff up. But once he became president, the stage was too big. And you can't cover it up anymore. We all saw it, even them and their viewers. Right? This kind of stuff—the weird walk—and then just giving up when the questions got too hard during a press conference. No, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Is that, is that accurate? The best of you or not? What?
3: I don't think Do you think that people have?
1: He can't handle the job. I guess the good news is he won't be around for all that much longer. This time next year, he's gone. I guarantee it. Stay with us. The Army has major, major problems, allowing soldiers to pipe off about any issue as long as it's liberal and in sync with the administration. They can say whatever they want. We'll be right back.
3: Federal agencies urge every
1: family to have an emergency radio. During any disaster, electrical power may get cut. The emergency radio gives you the vital information you need. Newsmax wants you to have the Dynamo Emergency Band Radio. It doesn't need batteries and works in any emergencies. It retails for $30. You can get it with the free offer. Call or go online and get the emergency radio today. Your life may depend on it. Take a look at this. It's the moment a New York City police officer is shot. He's right next to that pole. You can tell he's going down. Now, to the left of him, there's an individual close to that tree. He's the shooter. Now, fortunately, the police officer lives, and uh, the individual who shot him, well, fire is about to be returned, and that individual is no longer alive. Interesting, though, how people reacted. Uh, there was a crew in a car, and they seemed to think the whole thing was funny. You really shot at the
0: cops. Yo not run
1: it. Oh, damn, man. Yo, wow. Police officer again survived. We're happy for that. It looks like Our mayor at this time, we're not sure he may have been surfing. He may have been taking a jet ski lesson, one of the two. All right, we have this individual, and we're rooting for him. His name is Jose Alba. He's in his early 50s. He's a hardworking guy at a bodega, a small grocery store in upper Manhattan. And he was attacked, and he defended himself. And he's alive, and his attacker is dead. He's still in a lot of trouble. He's charged with second-degree murder. The evidence, we believe, is totally exculpatory. He should never have been arrested. The cops saw this right away. Take a look.
2: Come on, come out. Papa, what's up with you? I don't want a problem, Papa. Papa what's wrong I with you? To I don't want a problem. Why you slash anything? Baby! He's coming here. He's coming
1: here. You hear the guy say a couple of times in the green T-shirt there, I don't want, no trouble. It's a dispute about... The girl did not have enough money on her credit card or something like that. This is the boyfriend. She felt uh, disrespected. This guy gets very physical, pushes him down. Watch.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory
1: All right, the Hispanic gentleman is about to kind of make a run for it to get away. This is his area, and he's grabbed, and they're in a fight, and he takes out a knife, and he stabs uh, the man in the white T-shirt, the black guy. Now, the rap sheet of that individual, let's go ahead and put it up on the screen if we can. Austin Simon is his name, served sentence for assaulting a police officer in 2016, arrested eight times prior for robbery, assault and a domestic quarrel. Now, we just saw that the guy did not start the fight. He had reason to be very, very fearful. He was being attacked. Here it is from another angle. Now, part of the equation here, these small stores get robbed all the time, all the time. And uh, it's a high-risk occupation. If he didn't do what he did, he might be dead right now. He might be dead. Now, we are pleased, though, that Jose Alba is now home. They uh, he let him out of Rikers Island, the worst prison, worst jail facility in the country. Here he is arriving at home. However, initially, uh, $500,000, I think they wanted to, was reduced to $250,000, then finally down to 50,000. Alvin Bragg, though, our woke district attorney, he's like that Chester Bodine character, always rooting for the criminals, uh, really wants to do harm to this one individual, Jose Alba. We can't quite figure out why that is. We do know he has horrible judgment. And so does our governor, uh, Governor Hochul. Our accidental governor. She knows absolutely nothing about governing or law enforcement. She's just going with the woke left. And it's amazing. She could fire that district attorney. She could pick up the phone and say, drop the charges immediately. Are you insane? But she won't do that because she's owned by the woke left. And she also has nothing to worry about. Take a look at her security. Here she is uh, a few weeks ago at the Belmont racetrack for the uh, Belmont Stakes, you know. All right. Let's see how many cops she has with her. Uh, Those guys, I think, work at the track. That's some commissioner of economic development or whatever. There's a press aide. But uh, let's see. Okay, there's a cop and there's another cop. Uh, There's a state trooper. And that guy's a cop, a city cop. And there's another county cop and another guy. You see this? You see this entourage? Uh, that's a more, more. She doesn't have a care in the world. The rest of us, I don't wear my watch home anymore. I had a nice watch. I can't wear it anymore. It meant a lot to me. I would hate to lose it. That's the mood here in New York City and in so many cities coast to coast. Nordstrom's you've seen this. The high end department stores have been all those smash and grab robberies. And that's terrible. But they have state-of-the-art security systems, and they're succumbing to these mobs. What about that little bodega, that little mom-and-pop shop? That's, um, they don't have the kind of security. They have a guy with a knife. Understandably so. They're open all night long. By the way, a bodega, small Spanish grocery store, it's pronounced bodega. Um, Mrs. Biden was in Texas today, and she screwed it all up.
2: Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength.
1: Thank you. It's Bodega, not Bogota. And who is she comparing to the taco? I'm not exactly sure. All right. On to January 6th. Uh, Still a lot of commotion about January 6th. They're trying to exploit it. Do you remember these cops? They testified last summer, and they're making a huge spectacle out of themselves. They still want the attention. They're still showing up at the hearings. And they're writing phony op-eds that some Democrat strategist wrote for them. One of them is uh, Gunnell, Officer Gunnell. He might be my least favorite of the bunch. Nasty guy. And the idea that he still has a gun, that he's a Capitol Hill police officer to this day, and he talks like this, he's supposed to basically protect members of Congress and shut the hell up. But here he is.
3: We got people right now in front of the Justice Department Asking to release some of the very same people to be released, even though we are testifying about the trauma and the agony, everything that happened to us is pathetic. And they shouldn't be elected official anymore.
1: He shouldn't be a police officer anymore. Here he is on Capitol Hill with a gun, calling lawmakers pathetic and saying they shouldn't be there anymore. This, I believe, is a security risk in and of itself. Now, that may have been last summer. He's still on duty, and he's showing up at hearings. Very creepy. Here he is right behind Judge Ludig. Remember this a couple of weeks ago? Ganell, I guess on company time, monitoring the situation. Another witness a couple of weeks earlier. Officer Edwards, the blonde, there's Gunnell. I mean, he doesn't look happy, does he? This is a nasty guy. Gunnell should not have a gun, especially when he writes screeds like this for the New York Times. Take a look. I was betrayed by President Trump. Let's go through it. Number one, I have spent a year and a half in physical therapy for chronic pain, and I have been told that will never go away. All right, but he can sit down for long periods of time. I don't know if he's on full duty or light duty. He looks like he's qualified for desk work. Next, please. I was heartbroken to hear my doctors tell me that at 43, I should no longer work with the police force. Well, that's good news. Hopefully, he... (laughs) he's out of there soon. Next, please. It says, "Even more galling are the Republicans who still refuse to provide testimony under oath and instead dangerously downplay how close we came to losing our democracy." Again, I think it's dangerous that he is a gun and he's near these lawmakers. And finally, the enabling of Mr. Trump needs to stop now. He should not only be barred from running for any other government office, he should never be allowed near the White House again. Is there anything else we can do for you, Sergeant Gunnell? Please get this guy off the force. Hey, I mean, no, this guy is wrapped too tight and uh 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 Hey, at least Fanone, remember that guy? The guy who slammed his uh, hand on the table, scared everybody. At least he finally quit the Metro PD. Knock yourself out. You got a talk show on uh, on CNN. Fine. At least he's no longer a police officer. We have a problem. People in uniform who work for the federal government being exploited by Democrats. It's happening there in the Capitol Police. It's also happening, I believe, at the Pentagon. Uh, the Pentagon has gone a little bit crazy, as we all know, under General Milley, under Secretary Austin, under uh, Joe Biden. It's crazy, woke and all kinds of issues and programs that have nothing to do with war fighting seem to be the um, the priority. Now, soldiers in the ranks you've heard of. They're so afraid of extremism in the ranks. I don't think so as long as your extremist views lean left. Now, here's a soldier who's taken to making uh, TikTok videos. This is incredibly unprofessional, all right? She's weighing in on the hot-button partisan issues of our day, like Roe v. Wade, and when the decision to overturn it came down, it was too much for, for her, too much. How am I supposed to swear
0: to support and defend the Constitution, and a country that treats its women like second-class citizens. How am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed
2: to do that with pride? How am I supposed to do that with love and honor? How am I supposed to wake up every day and put on a freaking uniform that says United States Army when the United States doesn't even give a rat's ass about me? it gives more of a rats about the guns they're allowed to buy that kill the children that i'm forced to
0: give birth to think about that
1: think about that she's actually allowed to serve in the armed forces we've got a major problem you know imagine if a conservative said something the opposite right that would be labeled extremism in the ranks this, I believe, is extremism, but it will be encouraged. She will probably get to testify before Senator Gillibrand and will be hailed as a hero. Again, people hiding behind those in uniform with weapons and giving them, I think, a little bit too much moral authority. These folks work for us. That goes for gannell That goes for her. And it doesn't go actually for this general, General Valetsky, Uh He retired, so he's no longer in the military. But as a retired three-star who had held some pretty big commands, you know, he might do some military contracting work. And he was doing it until, well, he got himself in trouble on Twitter. Jill Biden was similarly outraged about the Roe v. Wade decision. You know, uh, women have had the right that today that right was stolen from us. Blah, blah, blah. Women, women, women. So Valetsky, who is now a retired general, wrote the following. Glad to see you finally know what a woman is. (laughs) I think that's pretty good. Uh, He lost his military contracting job. Just lost it. Just like that. And he had to delete the tweet. Yet that soldier is still on active duty shooting her mouth off about anything she wants as long as the liberals agree with it. This is so wrong, and we've got to fix it. We've got to fix it somehow. All right, stay with us. Hey, I told you about Eric Trump, great guy, executive vice president of the Trump Organization, and also son of the 45th president of the United States when we come back.
0: On the go and need
2: news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere.
1: All I, I can say, say is, that is that the fake news just, just doesn't, doesn't get it, it do you know, And the fake news, you know who they love? Ooh. Well, one of the guys they love is Baby Adam. That's what I call Congressman Kinzinger, baby Adam Kinzinger. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just looks very babyish. So um, you ever notice they say exclusive all the time? They're so proud of their exclusives. Listen to this. He was on the, uh, the Fake News This Week show on ABC yesterday. The January 6th committee preps its final public hearings. Trump's White House counsel testifies behind closed doors. Mr. Siple, and he did not contradict the testimony of other witnesses. Republican committee
3: member Adam Kinzinger joins us in a This Week exclusive.
1: Wow, an exclusive. Better tune in because that's the only place you can see Adam during those particular minutes of the day on the ABC This Week show. What I mean is the guy's all over television, all over the fake news all the time, especially on Sunday. This is not exclusive. This is uh, next in line. That's just uh... anyway, it's a little game they always love to play. We never even when it is exclusive, I just do it. I don't say it. It's just just, I don't know why they uh, insist on that. All right. Cassidy Hutchinson. They're still obsessed with her. Uh, they think, I think, quite frankly, one of the reasons why they're talking about her testimony so much is based on her appearance. I do. She's an above average person when it comes to looks, uh, but very below average in other ways, I am told. Now, the New York Times noted that right now, where is she now unemployed and sequestered with family and the security detail? Ms. Hutchinson, 26, has developed an unlikely bond with Ms. Cheney. Um, Number one, she was unemployed before all of this. Now unemployed, like as a result, she got fired. No, she was unemployed before she became a witness. Sorry, I've been unemployed. It's not nice, but it happens. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Liz Cheney. Is this really unusual that these two Trump haters would become friends? I don't think so. Stay with us, Eric Trump, and we're going to meet also Pam Hemphill. She's 69 years old and about to go to jail for January 6th. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. And we are privileged once again to have Eric Trump, Executive Vice President of the Trump Organization with us and son, of course, of the 45th President of the United States, Donald Trump. Eric, welcome back. How are you? How's the family?
3: Family's doing well, Greg. We're, uh, we're enjoying the summer. It's, uh, it's great. Company's good. My father's doing well. The kids are doing well. And uh, now we're very happy over here in Trump land. All right. Well, terrific.
1: The country is doing horribly (laughs) uh, under Joe Biden. And it's not a surprise uh, to a lot of us. What is it like for you to be watching all of this stuff happen, everything that your father predicted essentially coming true? Well,
3: he did predict it. He said that we were going to have $8 gas. If Biden was in office, we have $8 gas. He said that we were going to have runaway inflation and we have runaway inflation. He said that the markets were going to crumble. And the markets crumbled. He said that every country around the world wouldn't respect the United States of America. And guess what? No one around the world respects the United States of America. And, and Greg, I could go on and on and on. My father filled up, no one's talking about it. My father filled up the petroleum reserves, the strategic petroleum reserves at $1.80, meaning you know, it was the cheapest gas that's ever been purchased. He bought it like a day off of all-time lows. And now you have Biden releasing millions and millions of gallons because of his incompetent policy and also giving millions of gallons to to China. I mean, the guy gets nothing right. He didn't get Afghanistan right. He's not getting any of our foreign policy right. He can't ride a a bike correctly. He can't keep his family together. Uh, They're always doing something that makes the United States of America look crazy and not represent this country well. Um, It's sad, Greg. We we fought our tail off for this country. Uh, My father was, I think, the best president in U.S. history. Maybe I'm biased in saying that, but he did a damn good job for the United States of America. He fought every single day, And you see every single one of the accomplishments, you know, get thrown away. Um, Every single one from economic to social to, uh, you know, to to foreign policy. They're all they're all just going down the tubes and it's unnecessary and it's totally avoidable. And the American people are paying for it.
1: And it's it's a totally dishonest conversation that's happening in the mainstream press. I'm sorry, but this is a prime example. And I know people have problems and people have addictions and and hopefully they fight back but there is a a video of um Hunter Biden circulating you know the guy uploaded everything to his laptop to the cloud and people got into it and there's a picture of him video of him literally negotiating crack with a prostitute i think we have some of it we don't have to roll the sound you can roll it if you got it but there he is and uh crack a, a drug exchange with with someone and yet they say terrible things about the Trump family and they ignore all of this, you do realize you're gonna ultimately be vindicated. Do you feel confident in that? Because historians will see the discrepancy and and they're not gonna go along, I believe, with this uh, common and false
3: narrative that's taking a hold right now. Greg, they've done it every single day for the last six years. We never had a bad article written about us before, and you know this, you were a New Yorker before my father hopped into politics, right? We were the first people at work every single day, the last to leave. There were no drugs. There was no nonsense. There was no binge drinking. There was no prostitutes. You know what it was? It was family and incredibly hard work. That's what we did, and they come after us. You see how they come after us every single day. The FBI did it, and you have every you know, DA and every AG in the country, they come after us every single day trying to find anything they possibly can, and you know what? We've lived incredibly clean lives, and then you have another person out there who's on camera with you know, prostitutes, doing drug deals, doing shady deals over in China. You know, we got out of business when my father became the commander in chief. You know what Hunter Biden did? He got into business when his father became vice president. He's traveling all over the world in Air Force Two, making obscene amounts of money in industries and countries that he knows absolutely nothing about. And they come after us because they can't stand the fact that Donald Trump did a remarkable job for this country. And it's it's sickening. I get hit every single day. I get parodied on Saturday Night Live every single day. Yet the guy who's literally on video, you know, laying in a relaxation back, playing with himself, doing drugs, and uh, you know, negotiating with with women—all illegal things—gets um, away, you know, without anything being said. I mean, it's unbelievable. He goes out and writes books called, uh, you know, a beautiful thing. It's. Uh, it's it's really rather remarkable, Greg, and I, I think the country looks through kind of you know the the two tiers of justice in this country. We're on the losing end of it, and they're on the winning end because you know the media is effectively they're the lobbyist arm of the uh, Democratic Party.
1: Do you believe though, as I believe, the American people see through all of this and they they know right from wrong, and I believe Absolutely. they know you. They don't believe all of this stuff that's being said. I mean, you're out there all the time. In fact, I ran into somebody who ran into you on a plane and said, Oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. I can't believe they say these horrible things. And I happen to know that you are the real deal. So, what is your opinion? The American people, they do get it, or are you worried that they're going to succumb to all this fake news?
3: I was on a plane last week, uh, actually going out to Las Vegas to see one of our properties. And, and I walked on and um, the plane literally char- start chanting, USA, 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 Greg, the American people get it. Um, I think there's more love out there than ever right now. I'm hugged by people every single day saying, you know, thank God we had your father in, in the White House, and look what's happening right now. I don't think you've ever had a greater dichotomy between two administrations, between what he was able to do. I mean, you know, from, from the biggest tax decreases to the best economy to the best job market, to, you know, manufacturing coming back overseas. You see what he did, peace in the Middle East. Um, you know, um, he took out ISIS. He took out Al Qaeda. I mean, incredible things. You know, great acts that totally people totally forget. But right to try and criminal justice reform. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, he cut more red tape out of the U.S. government than than ever before. He rebuilt our military. He took care of vets. He gave vets a private option. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And what has this guy accomplished other than embarrassing the United States of America? He hasn't done a single thing that's worth a damn. And Again, you know, I, I come across as, as passionate about this, but it's because we fought for six years over something that we care more about than any people in the entire world, which is red, white, and blue, the United States of America. We love this nation. We love what this nation was founded on. We love this our constitution. We love God and society. We love family. That's who we are as Trumps. We're family. We fight for one another and all of that stuff is getting you know washed away and that really undercuts the bedrock of American society. and we've got to be awfully careful. I mean, we've got to be awfully, awfully careful. You can lose the society based on things that they're doing. and um, and that's why I continue to fight. We don't need to be doing this, Greg. I think you know that and we continue to fight because we love red, white, and blue. We love this nation.
1: The families sometimes pay a bigger price than the principals. It looks like your dad is running again. I mean, it looks like it. Um, seems like it. Uh, we'll see. Are you ready for that? Do you want it to happen?
3: Well, he will have the biggest cheerleader and his son by his side every step of the way if he decides to do that. Um, I don't care how much they come after us. I don't care how many subpoenas we get. I don't care how much they try and falsely prosecute us. Um, He's the best man for the job. He's an incredible father to me. He's incredible. He was incredible um, president to this nation. And you better believe, Greg, I will be there with him by his side every single second and every single day if that's the decision he decides to make. Amazing. Eric Trump, we
1: appreciate it so much. Executive Vice President for the Trump Organization, our best to you, your family, to be continued. Thank you, Eric, very much. Thanks, Greg. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, this is January 6th. The person circled, we believe, is Pam Hemphill. She is about to go to jail. Now, she says she was led into the Capitol by cops, I believe, at one point. There she is. She was arrested in August of 2021. And uh, she was convicted of parading, picketing in the Capitol building. And tomorrow she goes to prison for 60 days, two months. But first... She joins us right now, Pam Hemphill, former alcohol and drug counselor uh, from San Francisco. Hey, welcome to the show. And uh, gosh, I'm sorry, you're going to jail tomorrow? Yep, tomorrow morning. Yikes. And forgive me for bringing this up, but you never talk about a woman's age, but I have to, you're, I believe, 69 years old. Is that correct? Yeah, Correct. Two months in prison. You didn't break anything. You didn't hurt anybody. How do you feel about what happened?
2: Well, I, I personally, I, I could take responsibility. If they believe I broke a law. OK, trespassing. Or I was not parading, though, because my video shows the proof. I was shoved in. I said, I don't want to go this far. I say they shoved me in on the video. You see me sitting down. You, you see me with the officers taking me out because I asked for help. I didn't want to be in there unless it was legal. And see, there was an officer at the door, and I was trying to get to him when they shoved me in. And um, so I, I wasn't picketing and parading, but if that's what they wanted me to plead guilty to, I thought, okay, my lawyer advised me, and um, that's what I completed, you know but it's the punishment. The crime isn't mastering the
1: punishment. You're going to pr- prison tomorrow. By the way, the prison is, uh, let's see here. The federal correction Institute in Dublin, California, that's outside San Francisco. So it's, it's not that far away. We took a, uh, we have some pictures of what it looks like on the inside. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's jail. This is a, uh, this is terrible. Um, Are you ready? Do you
2: feel prepared? No, I've never been to jail or any ever. I'm really frightened. And uh, yeah, I'm scared. What do I I do?
1: I, uh, well, let's go. I'm so sorry this is happening to you because we saw all kinds of people led into that Capitol building who weren't breaking anything or hurting anybody. They were led in by the cops. And we do have you on videotape, I think, saying out loud to others, do not steal anything. Let's go ahead and roll that clip, please.
2: Don't do that. Don't harm. That's not good. We don't harm the house. We are, not, not, we are not thieves. Your house. We are it's not thieves. Not thieves.
1: We don't harm people. That's your voice, your camera. Don't harm people. That guy who took the book or tried to take the book gave you a dirty look. Oh. And yeah. he's <laughs> not Antifa. He's that guy's not MAGA.
2: Yeah, I- I dismissed whoever broke that. My back was turned. And, uh, yeah, I saw him doing that. And I said, no way. Put that book back. (laughs) I forget I'm old. I think I'm a Marine with an AR or something, you know. (laughs) I'm lucky he didn't come and hit me. (laughs) Now,
1: there's, we also, we have a moment, your conversation with police officers and you're cooperating with them. And they're actually, one of them is trying to accommodate you. Let's play that, please.
2: Yeah. Are you hurt? Yeah. All right. It is. It's just, it's just are you hurt? I'm just, I just what are you doing, doing? No, you can't. You can't sit there. Yeah. I got it. You got it. I 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 got, I got, I, got, I, got I got 40 stitches. Okay.
1: All right. It's a little bit confusing. Um, It sounded like they were trying to help you. Are those the ones who brought you inside the Capitol?
2: No, no, no officer brought me inside the Capitol. What had happened, one officer, when they pushed the gates, the officers pulled me over the gates, Okay, behind them. And then they said, go to that officer. So I did. And then that officer said, go to to the other officers on the steps. So I went to the steps and but. As you see, somebody pushed me on another officer and stepped on my head, cut my knee, broke my glasses. I almost got killed there. And the officer saw that and put me behind them again. And I was told by the prosecutor that I was taken away from the Capitol Police doing their job to help me.
1: Oh, well, listen, Pam. I I, forgive me, but are you in a hotel like near the near the prison? Did you preposition yourself the night before? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Do you have family friends who are assisting you uh, now? Yeah, my my
2: daughter's with me.
1: Well, uh, what do they tell you to expect inside? I mean, they, they give you a briefing. Are you in the minimum security, the medium security part of the prison? Do you know yet?
2: Yeah, the lowest. I'm supposed to be in the camp.
1: Okay. Well,
2: satellite camp.
1: From what I've heard, those aren't like uh, those are no picnics. That's a that's still a tough place. I wish you the best. I mean, I, I I'm so sorry this is happening. I don't think you deserve it. Quite frankly, is there anything you want to say? Anything we should talk about before we sign off?
2: Well, it's not totally the way everybody's talking about it. I have 19 videos. And if you see one of them on my Twitter, that man that pushed the gates and got me in this position and pushed the officers has never been arrested. He's like another Epps. There's 10 of them, but they're not on the FBI list. And, you know, having to go through still, I'm still under the care of a physician for my cancer. It's rough. I, You know, I've been sober in AA for 42 years. And I don't have a criminal background. I, what am I going to prison for? You know, he said, my lawyer said it was the lowest crime that you couldn't be charged with. Okay. It was nothing.
1: Uh, Pam, your Twitter is at Pam Hemphill 79, at Pam Hemphill 79. Folks can go there. And I'd like to put it on the screen just before we uh, sign off here. Pam Hemphill, 79. Uh, Good luck in there. Uh, You know what I'm going to do. I hope it's okay. I'm going to write you a letter. All right. I want to stay in touch. Uh, All right. You got supporters uh, that you probably will never meet, but uh, there's a way to write you in jail, and we know where you are, and there's a way to do that. Good luck. And I have
2: a, I have a uh, a get givespingo dot com defend Pam Hemphill Uh, because we're trying to appeal this right now.
1: I tell you what, go to the Twitter. Hopefully all the information is there. And Pam, will make sure that the folks know about it. Good luck. Please. You're invited as soon as you get out of jail. OK, okay. God bless you. Thank you very much. You bet. Take care now. All the best. Yikes. Uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. All right. So, hey, we're having a special debate. The Republicans running for the U.S. Senate in Arizona, 9 o'clock Wednesday, hosted by John Bachman. Should be great. I'll see you tomorrow.